Welcome to this week's episode of UserBoards Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm joined once again by Aaron. Recording date is 8-21-2022. Last episode, Aaron told us what he has been learning spiritually over the summer, the past few months. In this episode, it's my turn. The tables are turned on me, obviously. It's fair's fair and everything. So I'm going to be saying what God's been teaching me recently. Now, as the other thing we'll also be talking about is we'll be talking about what Aaron's next book club book is in the series. So we're going to go ahead and do all that in this episode of UserWorks Podcast. Funny, 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 funny. <laughs> wow, I can learn English. <laughs> you were called a different name and blah, blah, blah. You're going to hell and I'm going to hell six times over because I got six tattoos. So do you want to do the intro, Mr. Josh Brewer? What was my name? Mr. Josh Brewer. Almost Johnson Brewer. I was yeah. going to say, it's not like he was going, Josh Johnson. Yeah, no, Josh. it almost was Johnson Brewer. Power Rangers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you forget I did that I at one did. point? <laughs> <laughs> I, I found that intro. I was like, I haven't used that one in a long time, so I got to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. So when you're listening to this last week, Aaron went over um, what he had been learning spiritually. It's actually been a month or so. Actually, I did the math. Um, it has been a month because it was 723 when we last recorded our last batch of episodes. Um, wow. Yeah. So you know, it, it, it's been a week podcast wise. It's been a month life wise. Life wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if what I'm saying today, honestly, is going to be slightly different than I would have said back a month ago. Yeah. To, to be frankly honest and yeah. fair, you know, some things have um, surfaced, some things have happened since then. You know, some. I knew about ahead of time because, you know, it was involving me because it was me working through things. Yeah. Some things but didn't plan for. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? That works, right? Yeah, yep, yep. So what I'm going to say, like I said, is slightly different than what I would have said back then. Um, most of it is additions. I wouldn't say any subtractions on that regard. And we'll see what happens with that. So before we jump into that, two things. Um, one. Uh, as you heard just before the intro music, we'll be doing a slightly different uh, little thing, just like a little brief summary. With the recording date, uh, for, that's for two reasons. One is help me out when I do things, when I fail to label episodes properly uh, I'm pre-recording. And sometimes I label them one thing pre-recording, and then by the time we start actually recording, it morphs into something completely different. And mm. then... At that time, the labels don't match up with the content. And then I'm sitting there going, what is this episode about again? What's going on? <laughs> this this helps me out, okay? Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, at least at the time, that was the intention of what's going on. Uh, second part of that, just some back-end other stuff that no one else needs to worry about. So, mm. you know, I mean, you can talk about that later, but that's fine. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, no. why, why are you going, oh, no? I don't know. All right. That always scares me. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, the second thing, uh, next book in Aaron's book club. Aaron, do you want to say what that title is? Um, I don't remember it. You don't remember I'm not, it? I'm kidding. No, it's it's. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, it's the Awaken Alive to Truth book by the good old John Cooper. Yep. So it is Awaken Alive. Uh, the subtitle is Finding Truth in the Chaos of a Relativistic World. 
So that's the subtitle to it. The main title I, is I didn't know that was even Awaken there. Life to Truth. It's right there on the book. Oh. <laughs> it's on the cover. Shows you how much I've read so far. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so this is a book that I have read uh full forward to back, back to forward, forward to back type deal. Um I read this up at Life Fest last year. Uh, oh, back in 2021 when I had the backstage pass and I was just sitting on the bleachers between acts, just, I was just literally reading the book, just like, do, 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 do. It's a very fast read. It's a very quick read. That's good. <laughs> um, it, the text is very big on the pages. I don't think it's going to be hard. There's, he doesn't use very large lofty words that good. require looking up things. He likes, John is a simple man. He likes to keep things very simple and like very that. down to earth, which is good. So I, I imagine that'll be uh, two sessions of recording, just between splitting the book literally in half. Yeah, it, it'll I be. Like that. Now that being said, in my mind, Aaron, in my mind, I imagine us tackling both half of the book next month. <laughs> so you got a month. What? To, you got a month to read the whole book. You want it? Just a month? Yeah, about. That's all I get to read a book. It's a very short book, but it's a barely over a hundred pages. Dude, I'm lucky if I can do 10 pages in two weeks. I'm kidding. I am kidding. Say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was say, I know you can no, do, I know I know I you can can do better do. than that. I can. And it, like I said, it's a very quick, very easy read. It's not very, it's not very complex. That being said, I, I think me and Aaron will record both sections next month. That's my thought. If that Sounds doesn't happen, good. it doesn't happen. Regardless of it, how it happens, it'll probably still be spaced out one uh, episode for the book every month still. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I so, release wise, just recording wise for us, yeah. you know, type deal. And my goal is then also by the time we wrap up, my goal, my, th my initial thought is it, it, it's a two parter book. It may turn into a three-parter depending on certain things. The last one was supposed to be a three-parter. I just got sick with COVID, so I released the last two parts together at the same oh. time. Uh, because <laughs> I, we actually missed a full week yeah. uh, where it didn't release because I was down and out with the COVID. Yay, COVID. Rona. And so my initial thought is it's two. It may be three depending on the, the conversation that goes wrong with it because some of it can spur off into conversation that is not found in the book, but we'll get there when we get there. And I love Aaron, seeing Aaron's uh, face on that. So, <laughs> but the thought is then by the time we get to that last episode, we, between me and Aaron, mostly, I'm going to leave this to Aaron, um, letting him know this now, <clears throat> uh, we'll have figured out what the next book will be for that beyond there already. I know, Aaron, you already got to think about the next book already oh and you gosh, were not I'm even deer in headlights right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that that's the thoughts. That's what's kind of coming up, coming forward. That's just some of the minor little changes. Nothing too crazy. Nothing that anyone who listens has to worry about. Yes, Mr. Johnson. I was just thinking of a book that I got from a fellow church member that I haven't even read yet. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Uh-huh. Okay. Oops. <laughs> so with all that being said, I guess it's my turn to take the mic and share what uh, I have been learning Get from worried. God, what yeah. has been reinforced in me from God, what I have been kind of, I guess you could say, being refreshed on, reminded of, uh, challenged on, et cetera. And I'm not going to go in any particular order uh, because there 
now I have notes, so that way I have my thoughts organized on things. And that's only because I I can ramble off the top of my head. I can talk off the top of my head. I can improvise. But sometimes when I need to do certain things, I need notes. And this is, you know, I, I figured keep my thoughts as organized as possible. Otherwise, this could turn into an issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, you know, like where I maybe interjected with a question or two here or there, feel free to stop when it, with a question or you're like, wait, what, you know, clarify more for me whenever you want that. This isn't a, this isn't a lecture that I'm giving. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's meant to be a conversation in that regard. Mm. Um, but at times it might be like, oh yeah, this is what I'm being taught. So blah, 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 blah. Paul is just going off on a ramble phrase. Um, oh yeah. It's not supposed to be a, a mumble rap or anything like that. It's supposed to be something that has clarity and can be understood. You know, unlike unlike August Burns unlike. Red, what? I want you to understand what I'm saying. You know, you know what? <laughs> There's moments where I can understand that. <laughs> I'm not talking about when they put sedatives in him. I say I this only because Aaron was at an August Burns Red concert last night. <laughs> And, yeah. And while it is not my cup of tea, it is his. And I'm glad, I'm glad it is. Love it. Good. I, like I said, I am so glad that you did. I'm so glad that you had a good time there. Um, even though me, I would have been like, yeah. Best band ever. Sure. You know, my, but let's say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my, my neck and throat are definitely uh, feeling it from the previous night from that concert. Uh, Great. I imagine. Now, like Aaron, I do not have a PhD in theology. So don't expect this to be very PhD level deepiness. Uh, <laughs> and anyone who likes English always just what the kinda... D stands for in PhD. No. Okay. No, okay. I didn't actually mean that. I was just okay. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> um <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I was just going to say, anyone who is an English person probably just threw up in their mouth a little bit by me saying, yeah, don't expect any of that deepiness. Yeah. <laughs> but that that being said, it it doesn't always need to be like a dissertation level theology in order for it to be impactful for people. Right? So that, that that's, yeah. that, that's where... I'm coming off from, because some of you will be like, oh, that's very service level. Yeah, okay. You know what? Sometimes I need reminded on some of those very service level things in order to go on in, in life and live properly. So right. the first thing that's on my list, and I, I'm looking now at my notes again, and I'm like, wow, okay. We got <laughs> some things here. <clears throat> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going, oh, boy? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Excited to see what you unpack. Yeah, and I told Aaron, I was like, so just so you know, the my notes for this uh, recording, my notes is eight pages long. <laughs> and Aaron just sat there was like, oh boy, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, that's a lot of writing. It is, and I, I was writing all this yesterday out, just, just sitting there. It was my first like actual free day in a long time mm-hmm. due to various uh, circumstances and events. So I actually had time to just sit down and sat on the couch with the dog next to me she was laying on her back legs up in the air curled up like a donut so i don't know how that's comfortable but she does it (laughs) and you know she's very flexible and she just sat there while i typed away on my computer and was all happy 
happy, 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 mm-hmm. happy little girl. And so the first thing that I have in my list that I've kind of been reminded of, uh, taught, whatever. This one is, I guess, more of a reminder than anything. Um, sin flourishes in secret. It flourishes and thrives in that darkness, especially like if you tend to withdraw from people and tr- keep what's going on away from them and not share with them what's going on. And it, I don't know <laughs> how to explain it better than that. You know, it's when you pull away and you, and it's not that you're tempted with something, it's sin itself thrives in that. It's because you don't address what's going on, um, where that be uh, a lust issue, where that be uh, any sort of issue. You know, you're hurting yourself. Uh, you're thinking bad about yourself. You're, you know, harming yourself in any sort of way. Drinking too much. You're angry because being angry can be a sin. It very well could oh, be. Yeah. yeah. You know, any of these things, it thrives in that darkness when no one else knows about it. When it's, you go, oh, well, it's my sin. It's just me and God. Da, 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 da. Yes. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Don't jump ahead. God is always going to be that eternal companion, always going to be that one that's there, regardless of what happens, always going to be that one, uh, you know, helping you along. But at the same time, we are told in the Bible multiple times that, you know, the best, essentially the best disinfectant to sin, to evil is light, that we are to share these things with our brothers and sisters in Christ as well. So I do have, you know, some things, you know, even going back to Proverbs. So Proverbs 28, 13 through 14, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. You know, so even back in Proverbs, you're talking about this, about you know, you're, you're, you're concealing your transgressions. You're doing these things in the dark, in the secret, so to speak. In other words, you know, like me, I live alone. It would be very easy for me to do stuff and never tell anyone. Right. I could, I could sit there on a computer if I wanted to, literally, if I wanted to and be like, nope, today is Saturday. I'm just going to watch <laughs> porn all day. I could do that. I could have a, someone over and have sex with them. I could do whatever I wanted. Never tell anyone. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's, it, you know, even been Proverbs says, if I conceal that, uh, my transgressions, I'm not going to prosper. I'm not going to grow. I'm not going to be, you know, invited, not so much invited into, you know, God's kingdom, so to speak, because everyone is, but it's going to stunt what I can do, essentially. Now, this one's a, a larger passage. This is from Ephesians. So Ephesians 5, 6 through 21. So I said a larger passage here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow, I can math. Yeah, good job. You can math. Thanks. <laughs> so Ephesians 6, uh, and uh, I'll make mention of this. All of these verses are from the ESV version uh, because I know there's tons of versions out there. There's NIV and all that. So all these are ESV. So if it's obviously a slightly different wording, it's slightly different wording. And I pulled all these out of my uh, Logos Bible app. So if there's any miss whatever, blame Logos or blame me because I can't read and speak English properly. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get there. So if, again, Ephesians 5, 6 through 21. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the world. 
walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully, then, how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So that whole passage there, it, it, it covers a couple things. It covers, hey, you know, don't even joke about these things that people kind of, you know, do in secret in, in the darkness, as it says right there. And But then on the flip side, it says, expose it all to light. Because once it's light, it's no longer secret. It's visible. Once once you, you say what is going on there, and then it says, hey, instead of doing these things in secret, do these things instead. Greet each other in psalms and hymns and songs of thanksgiving and that. So that's that's why I included that whole chunk there. Right. I could have easily just done two verses from that, but I was like, <laughs> no, let, let, let me grab let me grab the whole thing. Now, what is this saying and what is this not saying? Okay. This isn't saying that everything that you struggle with or dealing with is sin or an issue, uh, because and that you have to tell everyone about it. You know, you know, you 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 could be dealing with whatever issue. I'm not even going to try to go out there just because of recent events and everything. <laughs> um, so you don't have to go out and, you know, to the public and go, Hey everyone, this is my issue. That that's not, that's not what it's saying here. What's okay. going on in my life. All right. In, in current vernacular, you don't have to put it on blast for everyone to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> doesn't have to be posted on social media. Exactly. You don't have to sit there on the corner Going, ding, 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 <laughs> this is my sin, ding, Make ding. everyone yeah. know. No. You bring it to my light through a couple ways. Uh, the first, you know, if it's a sin issue, repent, bring it to God. That's first and foremost and most important. Okay. The next thing is, regardless if it's a sin issue or something that you're just struggling with, or something you're tempted by, uh, whatever, talk to your spiritual family about it. Now, who's your spiritual family? This is the interactive session. (laughs) I mean, it would be like brothers and sisters in Christ, the ones that are closest to you, at least. Yeah. The ones that are closest to you, you know, and that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be like everyone at your church. It may be just a select few people. Right. Especially at the start. Well, that's why I said bring it to your spiritual family because, you know, like your, your, especially your close spiritual family. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going, you know, as, as just things that I have been going through. Um, you know, I, I thought about who my close family is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you, that's Andy, that's Brewer. At times, even though he can <laughs> make me <laughs> go a little crazy and just be like, seriously, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I know it, those three are the, like the first three on my list. You know, mm-hmm. if my buddy Nathaniel was alive, he'd be on that list still. But yeah. unfortunately, cancer took him, you know. 
Pastor Dave, even me and him have been through a lot. Yeah, through the years, know. You know, <laughs> you know, it me, literally we have been through a lot through the years. So, you know, he's on that list too. And I think about some of the things that, you know, even I've been going through recently. And it's like when I finally, and to be honest and fair here, when I was probably starting to think about that, I probably should have brought that to your guys' attention, you know, back then a month or so ago and, oh, and started be like, hey, so. look, here's what I'm thinking on. Here's what I'm processing. Here's what is on my heart and in my mind. And, and, and that's why I said this is things that I'm learning still through right. the summer. And I probably should have brought that to you, the, the, the people that I trust the most to be like, hey, this is what's burdening, being a burden to me right now. Right. Pray for me. Help me think through this, process through this. Uh, let's figure out how this, this is going to go forward. And, you know, that's why I said that. That's why I'm learning this still because I was like, yeah, I probably should have done that. But, uh, yeah. And so, uh, you know, spiritual family, that could be, that can be limited. That can include, but it's not limited to, you know, so people like mentors, uh, friends, you know, brothers and sisters, both, uh, biologically and in Christ, you know, it's people that you trust. You know, I, I, I was, you know, writing my thing and I was like, yeah, fine. Yeah. I got my, my musical tattoo. Right. Yeah. And a, a B. Yeah. I still, I still laugh every time Josh goes, why didn't you just get a J or Josh? Why'd you That's get a B for Brewer? J is not in the notes. <laughs> I know. Okay. There's I know. No J note. But I remember when he asked that and I was just like, do you, do you realize what you're asking here right now? <laughs> you're asking them to make up a note that doesn't exist. Say, Josh, you, you have played guitar before. You can tell me that there is no Yeah, but he, he's not used to reading music, so he's used That's to maybe reading chords only, not he doesn't know the musical staff. True. So, you know, but yeah, so as I was writing this, I was like, yeah, I got that reminder on me at all times even. You know, because the whole tattoo in and of itself is just that reminder. Yeah. You know, the key row, Christ. Uh-huh. And then the notes, the yeah. initials, relative length that I've known each of you compared to each other. Yeah. That that's I I forgot about that part of it. That's so freaking That's why cool. that's why your note is this just is a little bit longer than yeah. Josh's. Got a <laughs> You know, and Andy Andy gets a whole measure to himself and Lucky man. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. It was like nine fifteenths was the time signature. I think it was that this turned out to be because I actually wrote it out of music software. And oh, wait, what? Oh. Yeah. I actually wrote out of music software and it figured out the time signature and it was like nine fifteenths. <laughs> How is that? A th- wait, what? Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't know. I, I was like, I what's a 15th know. note? <laughs> I was like, what the? It was weird. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I didn't, but I was like, I don't need time signatures or anything. (laughs) The key row is a time signature, essentially, on my tattoo. You know, but, you know, that's, you three are the core part of my spiritual family. Yeah. And that's how it is. Um, Obviously, by extension, that means Heather, that means Amy, you know, because... I know when I talk to either Andy or, or Josh, Josh, it's going to the spouse. It's going to the spouse, and that is fine, and I expect that. So I'm, I'm not saying, you know, to them, keep it from your spouse because that's unfair for me to say to them. So I, I expect that, 
And that's fine. You know, same thing. If you ever get married, same thing. Uh, I say something to you. I expect your spouse to say, to know right about it as well. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you going? "Mm." (laughs) Hopefully, maybe someday. (laughs) You never know, man. You never know. But so that, that's why I said, you know, bring that up with them. Um, because that helps keep you accountable, helps mm-hmm. keep me accountable, helps me learn. And also I can then get counsel on these things that I'm thinking on that instead of trying to wrestle with it alone, I go, right. Hey, Andy, what do you think about this? Can I get your input? Can I get your feedback mm-hmm. on this? Like I said, I wish I would have approached some of you earlier on some things this, this summer, just uh, cause then maybe I wouldn't have been trying to struggle internally alone, but right. Lessons, lessons learned. Right. That's why I said, this is what I'm learning this summer. Yeah. Lessons learned. Okay. Now, and I was thinking through this, I was like, you know, you could tell what is on my mind a lot of times because what is on my mind or what I'm learning about or what is being pressed upon me often will end up as a topic that we end up covering just because I go, Hey, Aaron, what do you want to do? And they're like, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) So I go, okay, well, here's what's been on my mind. Here's what I've been learning. Here's what I've been thinking about. This is one we've talked about before community, how important it is, you know? So yes, spiritual family and, you know, bringing things, don't let sin just sit there in the, in the dark, bring it to light, but also community and they kind of tie into one another. They flow into one another nice and organically like a salmon flowing upstream. But community is important. It, it is something that is essential. Um, and something that ties into that with me, mm-hmm. um, not going to get into it on here at all because don't want to, um, not going to, <laughs> I'll put it that way. Why, why are you looking around? Wait, what? I'm trying to think. Okay, I can't think. But all right. No, I think you. I think you know what it is. You're just not bringing it to the surface. Okay. In fact, I know you know what it is, or at least you know about it, but you're just not putting dots together yet. And very, yeah. You know, it, it, so for me, I'm learning community very important, uh, especially because there's this concept uh, for at least for me for right now as a single guy, right, where People go, oh, you're you're single. You you must be so lonely, and I'm like, mm. that's not necessarily the case, and not exactly what needs to happen. I can be alone, but not lonely. Yep, because I can be part of the community, and that's an important distinction of that. Because it is so easy to say, well, I'm single, therefore I must be lonely. Nope, that's not the case. That is a very uh, I guess you could say toxic way of thinking about it. Yeah. Because I could be, I could be lonely all I want. I could just be alone on, on all those things and say, screw it all that I'm done. Right. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the case. That's the that, fact that thankfully that is not the case. You know, I do have, you know, like, like you, me, I mean, you are in contact most every day. You know, yeah, there, yeah, there's definitely been times where it's more spaced out, but then, well, especially, well, there, yeah, then, but then there's times where it's, there's, it's more frequent, um, or like 
multiple times a day. It's like, hey, yeah. what's going on? You know, yeah. and that that that's an ebb and flow that changes based on various circumstances. Yes, it does. So, yeah. not going to go into any of those. No, yeah, but yeah. so that does happen. But you know, it's not like the thing of like, hey, I don't have any contact with anyone because at least at least once a week, mm-hmm. right? I'm in contact with you or Andy yeah. or Pastor Dave. Right. You know, Josh a little less frequently. Usually it's a random news article from him about something. <laughs> right. Okay. You see this? You yeah. know, and especially right now, you know, he's going to be a little bit busier with all oh. his grandiose plans for his new house. Oh, boy. You know, redoing his entire deck and... That supposedly I might be helping with. Taking out the pool. Taking out the fire Wait, pit. he's going to take out... We what? He doesn't know if he's going to put it back up next year. Yeah. The pool? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, how often would I go into it? Probably not often. You should go into it every day while they're out on their trip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, shoot. That'd be fun. A nice hot day. Go out in the pool and Depends. not have a drink. And... Well, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I was, I was about to say, so while they're on their trip, <clears throat> I actually might just come down just to relax at your pl- that. Dude, your, your place slash at my place. Yeah, Ha-ha, I'll bring party at the brewer's house. I'll bring Zena and yeah, let let all the dogs run outside. Oh boy. And, <laughs> well, I'm serious. I I do like it though, cause like, I mean, just sitting out in their backyard. The one day I was there, it was, it was so quiet. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't hear cars driving by constantly. I was like, I could get used to this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, while while they're gone on trip, I might come down a couple times just to. Yeah. For multitude of reasons, but yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't that, here nor there. But that, you know, that's part of community as well. You know, just it doesn't have to be a structured thing like, okay, we're going to have the singles ball at 7 p.m. <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't need stuff like that. You need just random stuff like, you know, when we got together on Friday and we watched a documentary of all things. Right. <laughs> that's super exciting. No, it actually was really cool. Really yeah. Good, most people but... think, you watch a documentary, how boring this, this is. It actually turned out to be really entertaining how they did it. Very much so. And by the way, they have original movies on there that apparently are supposed to be really good. Oh, okay. Like Gina Carano. She stars in one of them. In what? Yeah. I can't think of. I. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so they're supposed to be good movies on there that like highly rated. Hmm. So I was like, well, well. I had to do some more digging. Well, like I said. When the when uh, the brewers are out, we'll uh, I'll bring the Apple TV over. <laughs> yes, movie. There we go. So community is just like that. You know, it doesn't have to be this this thing that's organized. It could be just a spontaneous thing, and it's a thing where you hang out. You just enjoy each other's company. It doesn't have to be okay. All the singles come here for Bible study. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Which I mean that. obviously there's nothing wrong with having stuff like that but no there isn't but at the same time you need stuff where it's non-structured non-programmed right it's just hanging out and i i was listening to christopher yuan yeah um and he was making a comment you know because someone asked so for those of you don't know christopher yuan's story ex-gay well he doesn't even call himself ex-gay but anyways He's a guy, you know, he he went from the gay lifestyle to in prison for selling and distributing drugs to a moody student, then a moody professor, and now he has his PhD in uh, theology. Nuts. 
And one of the, you know, he's giving a lecture somewhere and someone goes, what do we do with, you know, how, how do we minister to people who are gay in the Christian community? And he goes, before you even go to that part, he goes, you have to learn how to minister to the singles in your church first. Oof. Because if you can't handle that, you cannot handle this other group of people that you're telling, hey, guess what? You might have to be single for the rest of your life if you want to honor God. Yeah. So like, he's like, figure this out first. And he goes, and I agree with him when he says this, the church has no idea what to do with singles half the time. Like, marriage is the ultimate end goal that they want that, you know, they you're want all, people to you do. always want to yeah. get to. And don't get, me, don't get me wrong. Look through the biblical history, you know, how Adam and Eve were created as eligible suitors and helpers for one another. So I, I get where right. that's coming from. And yes, but then you start looking at the New Testament, you start looking at Paul and that, where he's like, not everyone is meant for marriage. Right. And he's uh, like, yeah, and, and, uh, and where you can have more time to do things of God as a single person. Right. You don't have so many, I thought, I thought you don't have you say a, like worldly responsibilities as far as them taking care of a wife and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, it was, it's a lot more responsibility that yeah. you have to focus on. It is. And you know, <laughs> nope, I can't say that conversation. That, that was okay. a conversation in secret that me and Josh had. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I can tell you off the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we, we hold that at such high regard. You know, that you yeah. know, guy's my age, right? They're like, you're not married. What's wrong with you? <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm not. I just hop off. But Leave me alone. that's why that community is important. It's important yeah. for the married person, but it's so, so, so important for the single person. Yeah. And I'm finding that it's a hard balancing act for me. When I say it's a hard balancing act, it's a hard balancing act because you know, I live up in Franklin, so I'm a little ways away. Uh -huh. uh, but all my support and social structure is down here in Racine. Right. <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of a ways. A little bit of drive. And so, you know, it, it's like I need that social support structure, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I have to learn how. I have learned. I shouldn't say I have to. I have learned how to be very independent, and I have to get out of that mindset. Of being independent. Of being, not, not, well, not, not, not of being, being in, independent, but being independent is good, but yes. of being only, only independent. Yeah. Self reliant on. Because if I don't allow myself to embrace community properly, then it is really easy for me to hole up when something is bothering me or I'm yeah. dealing or struggling with something. And back to that first point sin thrives in darkness in secret. Yep. You know, and so of course, uh, you know, me being me and, you know, and I would hope that if I tried making a, a comment on something, you know, that Aaron would, you know, at least try to slap me and be like, Hey, you're, you're saying you're learning all this from spiritually from the Bible, but you have no Bible verses. Whap, 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 whap. Especially, it, well, okay. You were more off the cuff on things. That, I suppose. Okay. So you get a bigger pass. Whereas me, I actually spent yesterday like five hours writing this That's and another one out, you know, combined total of, look at this way. When I was in college and high school, I hated doing like five page papers. But now I just, just did, like, boom. I just did like a 14 page paper the yeah. last yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> okay. 
And not, and not just like my thoughts on it, but going and researching and finding biblical passages to correlate and correspond and back up what I was talking about. Yeah. And, you know, things that I have read through my time of devotion and study, but also things of like, okay, what else does the Bible say on this? Because I'd like some more things. So this one, I have a couple here or a few. Couple means two. Few means more than two. Right. So the first one, real short and simple and sweet. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.11, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. This is a, a letter written to, to them to say, hey, continue to do what you have been doing. Build one another up. Encourage one another. Essentially, be in community with each other. Okay? Uh, this next one, Hebrews 3.12-14, take care, brothers, lest there, be, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. In other words, as a community, um, okay, let me ask this. Do you know what exhort means? No. I was I was thinking about that for a second. I was like, wait, does Aaron know what exhort means? I don't think I do. What do you think it means? I don't. I'm not thinking. Give it give it a My, give it a go. Uh, just give it a thought. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> means to strongly encourage or urge someone to do something. Yeah. So in other words, strongly encourage one another every day. As long as it's called today. I guess that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been super easy. Yeah. That none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. You know, and, and that could be as simple as something as, you know, sending a, a buddy, you know, whether they're single or not, doesn't matter. doesn't doesn't have to be that, you know, a friend. You know, be that you send them an encouraging message, you send them a Bible verse, you say, hey, I'm praying for you, and actually pray for them, not just say, hey, I'm praying for you. Right. <laughs> you, you know, oh, and, yeah. and, and do those things to build up and encourage. Ask, hey, how's it going? What's going on? What can I pray for you about? You know, and be earn, be meaningful about it. Be earnest. Because you never know when those interactions may come at just the right time for that person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. I remember one time, it was, it was several years ago, or I shouldn't say several, it was a few years ago. I just remember being at the old building at work. But yeah, I, I, I don't know what was going on in life at that moment, but I remember just having, taking a lot of time in prayer while just being at work because I work on my own. So my brain goes every, anywhere and everywhere mm -hmm. but then so and i sent like i reached out to like because i was praying for like my sister and stuff like that and whatnot and she had called because i had sent some message that like raised up her like radar or whatever thought, thought something was going on she called me and she's like something going on i was like no I'm just, <laughs> i just wanted to say that and she's like oh and then like when i I I I don't. I told her I was like praying for 
her and stuff like that. She's like, maybe that's why I'm having a better day today. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> See, just a small example of community. It's right. within your own family, but still, that's community. Right. Yeah. And we need that. Um, yep. That's important. The next one. I, get, I said I had a few here. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hebrews 10, 19 through 25. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtains, that is, through his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you may see the day drawing near. In other words, this this is one of those things I was saying, like, hey, as Christians, we need to continuously be encouraging one another, but we also need to be continuously meeting with one another. That could be for a meal, that could be for prayer, that could be for worship, that could be for learning of the Bible, that could be just to meet together to be in community. Right. And that can be, well, <laughs> and should be, Outside of just Sunday mornings. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, have a have a taco bar. Yeah. Just to get together and meet up and, and encourage one another. Yeah. Why why are you going, yeah? Oh, I just remembered you had to say tacos. But I saw like this super sick idea where you like wrap. I don't know, like, we'll take this table, we'll wrap it in, like, aluminum foil or some some kind of covering. Okay. Layer it with, like, chips, and then layer a bunch of ground beef up on top, and then layer it with cheese, and just do, like, a massive table of nachos <laughs> and tacos. Of course I would. Oh, next big hangout. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that you. <laughs> yeah, so the last one I have here. Yeah. Okay. And they devoted themselves, uh, this is uh, Acts 2, 42 through 47. So, in Acts. Okay. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the the proceeds to all as they had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in the homes, they received their their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day through those who were being saved. So, you know, again, this is, you know, they were getting together for meals. Um, They were meeting each other's needs as well. You know, essentially that's what's going on there. It's like, hey, I have excess stuff. You need some money for whatever. I'm going to sell this and help you out and give you what you need to get by. So community can also look like that. And, you know, we're called to the church to do that. And, you know, like we have at our church, um, a a deacon fund, you know, so if someone needs, you know, pay an extra bill or something without embarrassing them or, you know, bringing it to the church's attention, we can be like, all right, okay, here. And, you know, give give them a little money on the side. on the side, on sounds, the side. That, sounds so bad. <laughs> that sounds so bad saying it that way but you know we give them some money so that way they yeah. can get their essentials done their necessities done their bills paid whatever and 
be able to live properly. You know, we're helping them meet not only their spiritual needs, but their physical needs as well. And, you know, churches do that. Like if someone gets sick, they'll get like, you know, hey, can X number of people bring meals to this person for the next few days while they recover from surgery or something like that. Oh, you know? uh-huh. Yeah, I was there at that one point. Exactly. <laughs> You know, this could be anything from that, you know, giving a ride, loaning items to them, you know, financial assistance, et cetera. So these are all parts of being in that community and helping one another. Community does not just mean being social. Community means being there for one another through whatever's going on. Yeah. So the next thing. (laughs) Why are you going all dang? Good stuff. Oh, we're we're on number three now. <laughs> and I got at least four. Yeah. And <laughs> so the next one. At, at this one, I know me and you have talked on just a little bit. Uh, again, this is something I've been learning myself. So I'm not saying this is an Aaron thing. This is a me thing. You know, I'm not going to get into the full context of how this came up here. Mm-hmm. But... I need to stop trying to find my identity in anything other than Christ. Mm. And, and I came across this thought uh, through a few ways. Uh, but one of the things that that kind of struck me was, this, I forget who it was, but I was listening to a sermon. He's like, a lot of people will find their identity in their job, their profession, or their hobbies. Yeah, You know, I'm a tech nerd. I'm a coder. I'm an automation person. I'm a bassist. You're a drummer. Right. You're a metalhead. Yeah. You're a August Burn Redsian. Yeah. You're a, I don't know what, yeah. I don't know what they call their fans. Redians, Augustines. I don't know. You should be the Augustines because the Augustine was a philosoph- philosophical person. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great and because it'd be complete opposite of them. <laughs> <laughs> I do yet. I, I, I don't even know. Now, I, now you need a pet- petition to be the Augustines. I got to talk to Matt about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will make the argument, if need be, right to his face. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Right. What did I just get myself into? <laughs> so what I wrote in my notes here, I was like, you know, I'm not going to go into things why why this lesson was reinforced in me recently. Um, Aaron, you know what's going on. Josh knows what's going on. Andy knows what's going on about this, why this was kind of reinforced in my life recently. Yeah. Um, why it kind of was on my mind about how this all came about. Um, but yeah, so so you a lot of people do find their their identity in what they do, or they find in like their hobbies. They're a gamer, you know. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And, <laughs> and so I'm like, but those things are temporal or temporary right my job i could lose my job at any moment good i could lose my passion i guess you could say for it work and automation at any moment and decide that i want to pursue a different passion i could get in a horrific accident lose both my arms and not be able to play bass again aaron could get in a horrific accident lose a leg and an arm and not be able to drum again yeah. You know, yep. you know, there are people who put like their, um, their tired entity that they're this bodybuilder that has like this perfect physique and then something happens and it's like, bye-bye. Oh no, you can't, uh, work out for a couple months while you recover from this other thing. And all of a sudden they're like, 
Oh, but now I'm. But now I'm exactly all this work I have to try and make back up, and uh, or maybe not be able to make back. Yeah, up. could be wealth. It could be power. You know, such as like a high level position. You know, these are all things that people find their identity in, mm-hmm. and it's real easy. Be like, well, I'm a CEO. Can't touch me. You know, until we can. <laughs> you know, other people they uh, use their sexual preference or their identity as their identity in life. You know, they go, I'm gay, I'm bisexual, whatever. And that defines not only who they are, but, you know, what they are. What, yeah. And who they are, what they are. Those seem like, like, wait, what? Close? Isn't that like the same thing? No, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, so all those are, are just temporary things in life, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not eternal. You know, Christ is eternal. That, that is who, as Christians, our identity should be in. And of course, you know, as I'm putting this together, I was watching Letterkenny in the background and a scene came on that perfectly exemplified this. Yeah. It's a scene you haven't seen yet. So spoiler warning. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, So it's from season three, episode three, to be specific. Uh, I wish I could play the clip, but uh, copyright. copyright. So, you know, I could read the lines. But I'm going to give a quick synopsis yeah. here. So the skids, the drug dealers and yeah. drug users of the towns that like to listen to electronica and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they've been visited by someone once who was dressed in a clown outfit and like sprayed them with stuff and then ran away from their basement. And they're like, who is this? Is this our person we, that just left us? And they're coming back to haunt us, blah, blah, blah. And so they're kind of waiting around their basement for this clown person to come again. And they're thinking the clown person is going to come and torture them again in their basement. And Lo and behold, the clown person does, you know, and, you know, walks in, they all attack and grab the clown person and they're like, we got you. Da, da, da. They force the person down into a chair, yeah. you know, and then they, you know, and during this time they're, they, they unmask them and everything. And they're sitting there and they have a conversation. Now there's three parties involved in this conversation. Okay. There's Stuart, who's like one of the main car- cast guys of the show. Uh, there's Rold is one of the guys in the in our skid and a lady, the newcomer. Okay. This is going to be weird, but anyways, so Stuart goes, hey girl. Oh no. <laughs> you know, she's sitting there, right? Yeah. And the woman at this point just says woman. She goes, hey boy. <laughs> and then Roald goes, superstar DJ. And then Roald and Stuart, and I, I don't know why, but in a Mario voice, they go, Hey, here we go. <laughs> I'm just like, so they're going, that was random. <laughs> All right. But then Stuart goes back. Who are you? Knows that question. Who are you, right? Uh-huh. You know, he's trying to find out who is this person? What are they about? All this sort of stuff. And the woman goes, gay. Now, if you're reading the subtitles, right? Yeah. You see it's spelled G-A-E. Okay. You know, so she, and if you're reading the subtitles, you're, you know, she's saying her name, but them, since they the, didn't know, you know, if this was a real life situation, of course, they don't have subtitles. So they're thinking G A Y. Right. So when right. they asked, who are you? She goes, gay. Yeah. Um. So, you, you know, you as the viewer, if you're reading oh. the subtitles, you know what's coming. You, you yeah. see this confusion of identity of who and what a person is. Yeah. But, Obviously, they played out for laughs and comedy, right? Right, 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 right. Of course. So, you know, the woman goes gay, right? And Roald goes, so am I. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Stuart goes, 
I didn't ask what you were, girl. To which she replies, I didn't tell you what I am, boy. Again, you know, them getting, they're getting confused that, that identity because in modern culture, a lot of times when someone says, you know, I'm gay or whatever, that tells you at least culturally a lot about them, what they're, what they are going to identify with, what they're going to be passionate about, unfortunately. Uh, You know, all these things, you know, you, you make all these assumptions based on this temporal identity that they apply themselves to, yeah. apply to themselves. Um, continue on. Stuart, who are you? And the woman goes, I'm gay. G-A-E. Okay. Rolled. So am I. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shout <Shabble. laughs> <laughs> And then he goes, no, you're not. Because she's saying her name, G-A-E. He's oh, saying yeah, G-A-Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's going, no, you're not G-A-E. You may be G-A-Y, but you're not G-A-E. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, then Roald goes, that's exactly what my father said to me. <laughs> so now he starts crying. Okay. <laughs> so and Stuart goes, so you're in the business of opening wounds, right? Uh, or, or in the business of opening wounds, girl. Stop calling me girl, boy. And what shall I call you? Gay. Gay, yeah. Okay. Um, and then Roald goes, and Roald's like the comedic foil, I guess you could say, of the little group. Yeah. He goes, I'm the only gay in this crew. And I was born this way, Stuart. And then gay, she goes, let me get this straight. He's a homosexual? <laughs> Rolled. That's exactly what my mother said to me. The exact same way. <laughs> um, and then they, there's more conversation about Rolled. I need to see this episode. <laughs> well, I got to catch up there first. Yeah. And then gay goes, my name is gay. She finally says, my name, name is, is. is gay. She yeah. doesn't just say, I'm gay. Right. You know, and so. Finally clearing that yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> finally clearing that up. But th- that was the perfect, like, thing of me saying, you know, how we are conflating our identities, not on our name or, you know, these things that are eternal, but on these things that are temporal or temporary or here in the now, be that um, a position of power at work, a job, a, a par, a, you know, a car even, you know, or, or a motorcycle rider, musician, I'm a this or that. I know. I just opened a wound there. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so th- that's just from that little like 30 seconds of a TV show that, yeah. you know, that's all going on. And I'm watching this and just how we're, you know, the identity of this woman is being conflated because they're making these assumptions based on a word that sounds exactly like Boy. another word. And that was part of the humor that they were trying to get across. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But it, I, I go back to it and be like, that's the point. Someone says, I'm this. We automatically make a bunch of assumptions about them. Mm-hmm. We don't even ask what that means for them. And I think for, mm-hmm. you know, for me, that's where I was like, okay, that, that means my identity has to be something that is not temporal. My identity has to be something that is eternal. My identity cannot be rooted in what I do, what I deal with, what I enjoy, what I, my hobbies are, they can't be rooted in any of that. There's nothing wrong with enjoying video games. There's no. nothing wrong with being a guy who likes motorcycles. There's nothing wrong with being a drummer. There's nothing wrong with being a person who likes music. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong that you enjoy your job, that you enjoy a nice car or a cigar or whatever. Okay? Yes. Nothing wrong. 
Where it turns wrong is when you say, that's my identity. Yeah. When you say, that is who I am, and if something were to happen where that is no longer a part of me, all of a sudden those people get just so messed up. Yeah. And I could honestly say, you know, that, that, that's happened to me before where it's like, you know, my identity, I'll admit this at times was like, I am the tech guy. I'm the automation guy. I'm the blah, blah, blah guy. And then, you know, some young upstart comes and could do it a little bit better than me. And I'm like, well, screw it. I'm done. (laughs) This is it. It's over. But that was me trying to put my identity in that, not in the fact that heck, my identity's in Christ first, who happens to be good at tech. And if I happen to lose to a young upstart, well, so be it. Because guess what? There's always a younger guy coming after my position. Right. But if my identity's not in that, okay, so that happens. Or if I decide to change careers from IT, I'm not going to be crushed because I'm no longer the IT guy. Right. You know, don't get me wrong. I enjoy what I do. You know, hands down. Heck, look have a tattoo of a circuit board yeah. and a power shell on my arm, yeah. on my forearm. That is something I am good at. But this isn't who I am. This isn't my identity. There's a reason why I have placement where I do on my forearm. The higher up on my arm, the more important, more closer to my identity it is. The lower, the less identity type it is for me. It Left arm's more fun, whatever. doesn't matter. There's no, there's no yeah. importance on any, on, on any order here on the left arm. I only have yeah. one on the left arm anyways. Um, but on the right arm, the more important it is, the higher up it is. The less important, the lower it is. That can change at any time. But there are some essentials up here that cannot change for me ever. And that's, yeah, that's why I said some of those things have just been reinforced in me over this past summer. Mm. So, again, I would expect Aaron to slap me if I didn't bring some biblical verses into this as well. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I have I have three passages here. And John, John's like, what? Start reading them. All right. So first one, <laughs> I'm going to start reading them. First uh, John 3, 1 through 10. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Everyone who makes a practice of of sinning and also practices lawlessness, sin is lawlessness. I cannot say say that word. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or knows him or known him. Little children, let no one, who dece- let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this, it is evident you who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he, nor is the one who does not love 
his brother. In other words, it, it's going back to what what your actions go again with what you identify with, but and what you identify with will also impact your actions that you take here. You know, th- again, I'm not going PhD level deep here. <laughs> you know, you want to do that. There's commentaries, there's classes, there's all these things that you could do. Um, I don't have enough time to go PhD level deep, to be honest. Uh, Ephesians 2, 11 through 22. So Aaron does math. That's 11 verses. <laughs> yeah. 22 minus 11, 11. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, I, was, I was trying to remember. I was like, wait, what, what were the number of the verses you just said? Yeah. Okay. Therefore, remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in the flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances, that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near, for through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the, by the Spirit. A lot to take in there, but essentially it boils down to is those last couple verses there. In him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for, the God, for God by the Spirit. In him, in Jesus, essentially, you know, in him, that's who you're putting your identity and your faith and your trust in. That's who you're aligning yourself with. That's who you're identifying with. You know, that's why I told you, sir, you know, when we were talking, you know, was it two Wednesdays ago? You know, no, it was this this last Wednesday I told you. Uh, It was like a Wednesday, a week and go half when I was talking to Andy. You know, I was like, identify as a Christ follower that struggles slightly differently. Right. Yeah. And that's why, because I'm not trying to be like this person is like, okay, follow the law, do this, do this, whatever. It's I'm putting my faith in my identity in Christ, who then is saying he is the one who's then going to build me up through the spirit mm-hmm. into this. Not through any other way. Right. And then, 1 Peter 2, 9 through 12. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but you now have received mercy. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. 
In other words, I notice that, you know, like we, we, we say we're Americans, right? You know, that that's part of our identity, at least here, right? Yep. This is saying, you know, put your identity in Christ, be the ones that are called out of darkness into that light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy because you're identifying yourself with Christ, because you're identifying yourself as God's people, because you put your faith there. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at that as a good like call and exhortation to that, to be like, yes, that is why you do these things. You look deep in thought. To, what, what was the whole, the whole passages for that? The one I just read? Yeah. First Peter 2, 9 through 12. Okay. Well, is there something else? In no, there? I guess it was just, yeah, verse 12. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Yeah. Huh. Any particular reason that stuck out to you? I don't know. Okay, I think I think I know what it is. Yeah. So, got it. Understood. No, but, I, I but what I'm trying to think of what is the day of visitation? What is that? So, you want to know what the day of visitation is? Has referenced in First Peter two nine through twelve. Yeah. So, visitation in this case is it, it's a weird Greek word. So. That Greek word can translate, according to this, something like bishop and all that. So there's a potential thing. So let me pull up the uh, passage it references here, which is Luke 19.44. Okay, and I'm pulling up the ESV in my Logos Bible software. And tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave you one stone upon another in you because you do not know the time of your visitation. In this case, visitation, an instance of visiting. Yeah, duh. (laughs) Right. So essentially, like the coming, the coming of Christ. This is what's getting back to. Okay. Um, You don't know the day, the time. The hour. Or anything like that. So they're okay. saying, and glorify God on the day of visitation, the day that he comes back. that Christ comes back. Uh, so that's what it's getting back to. Oh, huh. cool. We're on to the fourth thing now. Heck yeah, we are. And the last, well, I should say the last one, the fourth thing, because yeah. it's not the last one. I have many points after this one, yeah. but they're not, nowhere near as flushed out. They don't have like supporting things oh. them at all. Uh, they're just like, there were thoughts off the top of my head. Yeah. This one. Sometimes you need to go away to be refreshed. And honestly, music is awesome. <laughs> That's literally music what I have my, my point titled. Um, so, pretty. yeah. So, early, as you know, Aaron, um, earlier this year, this summer, I went to Life Fest. You did? You know, yes. You know, I got that came down with COVID on the last day. Uh, yeah. That yeah. was great. Woo-woo. I'm double vaxxed too, and I still got COVID. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyways, so yeah, I went to summer. Uh, went to summer. Went to Life Fest this summer, and I'll be honest, I I I I almost did cancel because it was just me, one other person from church. <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know, for so. sure. But next year, 
next year, it sounds like I have a few people who've committed, including you. I have? No, <laughs> yeah, you did. What? <laughs> you did on text message. No, yeah, I did. No. <laughs> I just got to get tickets. Tickets is the easy part. That's the cheapest part. That's the cheapest part. Yeah, tickets. It is? Yeah. What's the expensive part? Well, I mean, like the site. But the like, site was expensive. Right. No, okay. Yeah. But like, if you, that, if but you like, want the other add ons, like the backstage pass oh, or I the. do. I'm not going to do backstage pass this year, next year. Right. No, that's what you did say. That. I'm going to do the party pass, though. That's unlimited water right there, bottled wow. water. I don't care about that. No, no, you need that if it gets hot out. Nah, dude. But also two sodas a day and two meals a day. Nah, that's kind of nice. Yeah, then you don't have to worry about that, all that. So, regardless of fact. So, you know, I went there. Um, like I said, almost, almost didn't go, but decided, hey, you know what? It's my one vacation of the year, essentially. So, I went. Um, just to get away from familiar places, familiar familiar things uh, that I see all the time. Just kind of some process some things. Because there were some things going on that I was trying to process. You know, one of them being, you know being frank and honest, you know, is a family that decided to leave the church for another church. I fully get why they did. And I fully understand. I fully support them. Still, you know, one part of me still grieve because I was like, oh, I'm not going to see them all the time and <laughs> all that stuff. You know, in a selfish way, kind of grieve that still. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but, but it is what it is, you know? So I was grieving that, you know, processing through that. Um, and, you know, some other things that, still not at liberty to talk about at this point as the time of this recording they were going on at that time and while i was up there i actually had to go through my text messages and i found this um i sent you mr johnson oh no a message after i got back from the ledger concert at 1 13 a.m on sunday morning oh before i started feeling sick like you know i i got it from uh um about that and you know and, and this is why i sent you um i didn't realize how much i needed this weekend immersed in music and how much part of me is still trying to cope fully with all the other changes i'm good no worries there yeah. just was therapeutic and wanted to let you know a praise in that regard and I, I, I find it funny that anytime I, I, I don't know if this is just me trying to like get ahead of the ball or something like that. You know, anytime like I have a converse, a serious conversation with like you, Andy, Pastor Dave, Josh, yeah. I, it, it's time. I, I always have to preface it, preface it with like, I'm good. Don't worry. Yeah. You don't have to <laughs> take away my pew pew. <laughs> okay. You know, and, and that's, that's, you know, I'm not saying anything wrong with that in fact i appreciate that a lot that you know because of my own history of depression and that so i get right. it but that's why sometimes i just have to kind of preface it up front like hey i'm good right, yeah, i'm no, good no, not, I, not saying anything's wrong just <laughs> hey i needed this <laughs> right no <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah you know no you don't have to take away my pew pews <laughs> so you know so in a way life fest in that regard was a nice spiritual retreat even yeah. though it was always constantly full of music, you know, people think of spiritual retreat. You're going, oh, out in the woods or something like that. <laughs> Getting away from everything. But just... but you're not, you know, it's, um, you know, sometimes you need that. Like music, it impacts each person differently. You know, some people, it, it's a totally emotional, spiritual 
thing. Some people, it's, oh, this is noise, go away, you know. Yeah. And that could depend on the genre even, you know. It could be one person who loves music like me. And, like, if you put on August Burn Red, I'll be like, oh, jeez, again. <laughs> yeah! But, it, but at the same time, like, if I know maybe you're going through something or something and we're together in a vehicle and you put it on, for your sake, I will deal with it. Yeah. Um, even though inside, internally, some- I'm going, oh, please let it stop. <laughs> let Let's something happen some, to the grab phone. Your, grab your uh, Apple AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, like I said, it impacts each person differently. Um, you know, I, I do a decent amount of thinking while listening to music, even if I don't intend to. Yeah, especially if it's music that's focused primarily on God, you know, be it worship or not necessarily like, um, you know, praise him, praise him, praise him. But you know, oh, yeah. you know, music that you know, even skillet. I do a lot of thinking while listening to skillet. Even okay, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Um, and I needed that time away to be away from all the other responsibilities. You know, when you have a dog. You know, you have to do these certain things throughout the day. You cannot just lay there in bed or you can't just go off in the woods and do nothing and just have a retreat. You have responsibilities, just like someone who's a parent who has kids has responsibilities for things. So, you know, it's very good. You know, in retreats, they're nothing unusual in the Christian life. Um, and they're, they're even present in the Old Testament. You have people who needed to go away from things. Heck, look, even Elijah in the Old Testament, after he did all these wonderful things, he then, in, in, in depression some, okay, but right. he retreated yeah. into the woods. He needed to get away and recharge. He needed to go away. He needed to get out of town. He needed to give his troubles to God and let God refresh him. And Wow, I didn't realize how long this was. <laughs> yeah. It's 1 Kings 19, 1 through 18. This is about Elijah. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So may the gods do to me and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. In other words, if I don't kill you by this time tomorrow is I don't make you as one of my prophets that you, my priest that you just killed. Then he was afraid and he arose and ran for his life and came to Beersheba. I can never say that right. I can say it in my head so correctly, but as soon as my (laughs) mouth tries to say it, um, which belongs to Judah and left his servants there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom broom tree and he asked that he might die saying it is enough now O lord take away my life for i am no better than my father's and he lay down and slept under a broom tree and behold an angel touched him and said to him arise and eat and he looked and behold there was at his head a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water and he ate and drank and laid down again and the angel of the lord came again a second time and touched him and said arise and eat for the journey is too great for you and he rose and he ate and drank and went in the strength of the of that food forty days and forty nights to Arab, the mount of God. There he came to a cave and lodged in it. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with a sword, and I, even I only, am left, 
and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. Behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore down the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I, only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord God said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall anoint Azel to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, you shall anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of the of Shapat of Abel, I cannot say that name, you shall <laughs> anoint to be prophet in your place. And the, the one who escapes from the sword of Azel shall Jeshua put to death. And the one who escapes from the sword of Jeshu shall Elisha put to death. Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So even Elijah needed a time away after things to process, to think, to go to God, rely on him, and get re-energized from God. And that kind of makes me go, yeah, I kind of need more retreats in my life. <laughs> you know? We all. Yeah. You know, obviously they're never going to be as this dramatic. Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. You, you'd certainly hope not. No, but, I can't imagine. But, you know, and so then it continues on. The apostles, re, um, oh, sorry, the, the next verse, um, chunk. Uh, Mark 6, 30 through 32. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in a boat to a desolate place by themselves. So even, even Jesus was like, hey, let's go. Now, obviously, if you read on through the chapter, they try to do this. And when they get they there, get interrupted. <laughs> yeah. they, they then feed a bunch of people. But, yes. you know, even Jesus was like, hey, you know what? Rest is important. Rest is good. Let's go away to a desolate place and rest mm-hmm. and do this. So I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely uh, need to do rest. and." take some time and whether that be at a concert, whether that be at, you know, out in the woods, whether that be whatever it is, it's an intentional time away from the normal days to spend reconnecting with God in some way. Other things that were on my mind, but I don't, I didn't like expound upon them greatly. Right. Um, just kind of thoughts that, you know, these are like minor little, I guess, little things. Um, and, and this, like this one, is something that, you know, even I talked to you about last Wednesday, you know, being more intentional about things, especially those things that are related to God. Yeah. You know, I was kind of convicted about that. I was like, okay, I need to be more intentional about these things, especially with those that I consider part of my close faith family. And I'm going to need that as I go on in life really bad. Mm-hmm. So being intentional about it is a really good thing because we are called, you know, what, what was, was it was an old um, youth group, small group thing. It was called iron workers, you know, as iron sharpens Sharp, iron type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Same deal there. That's what's going to happen, you know, through it. Then by being more intentional, we make each other stronger in that regards. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this one I already touched on. You can be alone, but not lonely. You know, yeah. could talk about that a little bit more on the next thing about the what I learned from friendship from three different sources. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> confronting your own issues is important, but does not have to be done alone. Again, gonna talk on that more on the next one as well. Mm. Friendship. No, yeah. It, there was something that, oh, that was part of my conversation with one of the youngins. Yeah, last night or whatever, but it was talking about how it's, um, how it is so important to, well, I guess one be obviously consistency is very important, but like, yeah, to be intentional about, I guess, uh, I well, yeah, just being there for one another or whatever. And the mm-hmm. whole thing of, I mean, as uh, sharing what's going on in our life, as far as what we're having a hard time with, um, cause obviously if you don't do that, then there's no chance of, well, stuff getting addressed, I suppose, and le- learning how to correct it and whatnot. Yep. So it's like, it's obviously not easy all the time. No, it and it's not easy. And there are going to be missteps. I'm going to make missteps. You're going to make yep. missteps. All of us are going to make missteps. So I'm not saying, hey, just because I'm learning this, it's I'm going to be perfect at this. Nope. Um, there are going to be things that, I am going to have to, because I am stubborn, relearn over and 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 over again. Okay. Yeah. You know, but I look at it this way without going into details about it. You know, there, there was a certain incident recently where something happened where, because you know, me and you have built up that trust that, yeah. you know, we have that spiritual family, t- you know, between me and you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, something happened and you could have easily just hit it, kept it secret what happened. Right. And I'm instead, my life. instead you just, you messaged me and was like, hey, <laughs> call <laughs> me when you get a chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to boil it down to essentially that, okay? Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Not going to go any more specific than that. And it was, and it was one of those things of, yeah, okay, I, I'll call you. And, um, I did. And, you know, that led to a a whole other thing, right? series of things, but you could have easily said, no, I'm going to deal with this alone. You could have let that sin flourish in that dark and try and hide it. And then you could have not engaged with your spiritual family. Yeah. You could have said, no, I don't want to talk to Andy. I don't want to talk to you about this. Instead, you engaged with us. And knowing, like, that's the funny thing, because it's like, to one point, it was, it's not, it wasn't easy to do, but obviously based on past interactions and like being able to open up and admit my, uh, admit my mistakes. Yeah. And that's what I said. I don't want to. I don't want to go in. Oh no, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not going to go into any like sort yeah. of detail, but just like admit stuff like that. Um, where it's it makes it easier to talk to you about things. But then it's like looking back at it. Also, like had I not mentioned anything, imagine how much more probably stress and just how I it'd be a lot tougher to try and hide it the longer mm-hmm. stuff goes on. As opposed to just being, hey, 
Here, here's what happens. This is what's up. <laughs> yeah. You know, in, <laughs> you know. In, in the same for me, you know, like when, yeah, it was two Wednesdays ago when I said, Hey, I was like, I just got something to tell you. That's I need to get off my chest, yeah. you know, and, and me and you talked about something, you know, that that's going on, you know, personally yeah. for me. And I could have easily just let it stay under the radar, yeah. not said anything about it. Just let it pretend everything was good. Yeah. <laughs> You know, oh, yeah. be like a duck, calm on the surface, paddling like crazy <laughs> underwater. <laughs> okay. Could have easily done that. But, uh, you know, like I said, as I've been learning and these things have been reinforcing me, I was like, no, I need to let my family know what's going on with me. So for two reasons, one, you know, they can encourage and pray for me, but also they can hold me accountable to these things Yeah, because these are things that can either be honoring and glorifying to God or it could be a total disaster and I could go down in flames. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? Right. And that's why I was like, all right. And I know myself well enough. Yeah. That if I let it stay in the dark, like any, like I said, like sin festers in that dark, right? If I let my, if I let that stay in the dark, about what was going on with me, I would have eventually given in to that. Mm. Because, yeah, because nothing, no uh, one would have a clue. Right. Yeah. And that's where Satan loves it. Because he can whisper those little lies into your ear, into your mind's ear, while you're sitting there alone. And you're like, no one knows this. What do they care? And they will never need to know. <laughs> I can what do what you know doesn't hurt you. <laughs> I can do whatever I want and no one will know. All but one person. All but God. Yeah. <laughs> but I would go, yeah. but those on earth here wouldn't know. You won't have that. Uh... And over time that sears the conscience. And over time I go, it doesn't matter. It's okay. Was it? Was it matter? I got through the first few times or whatever. Yeah. The first few things. Why can't I get through this? Yeah, exactly. And that's why I had to bring it up because I know myself. I know my shortcomings. <sighs> I know how I will fail. I know that pattern oh so well. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think God's been working on me on that as well, teaching me, saying, "Hey, remember these things." You might have learned them in the past, but you got to relearn them now while you are processing through these other things. Yeah. And that, that's why I say, you know, some of these are, I'm not, I'm not going like, whoo, crazy PhD level deep, but I'm no. going as deep as I need them for where I am right now. Right. That is sometimes some of the best things to learn is that they are appropriate for what you are going through at that time. And that's where I'm at. So, yeah, those are the things that I have been learning this summer. Um, that was all eight pages <laughs> that we got <laughs> of notes. Woo! -woo! You know, That's so awesome. Any comments, questions? You need me to clarify anything? No. no? Okay. That sounds like a plan, Mr. Johnson. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode. And I guess that uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. The next episode, we're going to talk about. Brand. About Shep. the things, the things that, um, again, the things that I learned about friendship from 
one very likely source and two very unlikely sources, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, spoiler alert, one of them is Letter Kenny. Oh gosh. <laughs>